Our text for this morning's sermon is taken from the Gospel lesson with special emphasis on the following words. My eyes have seen your salvation. This is our text. You may be seated. Dear brothers and sisters of our Lord Jesus Christ, today as we hear of the presentation of Jesus at the temple, we learn that Jesus is actually the present. Now in my childhood memories of opening Christmas presents, there are two presents that stand out for me. And as you think back at your own childhood, I'm sure you can think back to a, a present that you were so excited about that, in fact, it made you maybe jump up and, and even scream. Well, I had two that I want to call your attention to today. Each was the present for that particular year. One year, it was a Stingray bicycle. It was blue with a white banana seat. I rejoiced greatly when I saw it, jumped up and ran to it. You've never seen one, have you? That was the in thing. The banana seat. It was awesome. The other year it was Rosignal skis. As I received that great gift, I echoed the Rosignal motto. It takes a Rosie to catch a Rosie. With while each gift had tremendous upside, there was also a downside for both. I suffered road rash on my forehead after going airborne on my Stingray bicycle on the home, homemade ramp that my buddy Huey and I had made. And the ski patrol with his own Rosignal skis caught me, skiing straight down the mountain and threatened to pull my lift ticket. I was mortified. Now there's no such downside with the present Simeon held in his arms. The present of Jesus, sent by God the Father and delivered by God the Holy Spirit, brings nothing but peace and joy, not just for a while, but for eternity. Now, this is what Simeon, the man who we hear was waiting for the consolation of Israel, it's what he wanted for Christmas. He had been promised by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he saw the Lord's Christ. So it wasn't the stuff of this world that Simeon wanted, like bicycles or skis, but he in essence was saying to our Lord, all I want for Christmas is you. All I want for Christmas is you. Let's think about Christmas gifts. Our family celebrated Christmas. We share now with other families, so we were all together during the week, and that's when we celebrated Christmas. Was it Wednesday or Thursday? This week all kind of blends together. But I have a new granddaughter, and I watched Madeline open her gifts, and she was enthralled, excited about the wrapping paper about the box, 
about a ball that she carried around. And I was thinking about that, that those things have no inherent value, right? In fact, with the wrapping paper and the boxes, we, we throw them away. Now, I guess as adults, we forget that they're like that too. Our clothes, our smartphones, our computers, and all the toys that we accumulate for ourselves, in the end, they have no inherent value. It's why Jesus says, quote, Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and, and steal, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroys, and where thieves do not break in and steal, or where your treasure is. There your heart will be also. Simeon had a heart for Jesus. Jesus was all he wanted for Christmas. And he recognized that all the other things of a fallen world, that they don't last. And they have the potential even of causing pain and trouble in our lives, just like my Stingray bicycle and my Rossignol skis. When we fix our eyes on the things we build for ourselves, we end up empty because they don't last. And maybe as we grow older, we begin to see that, right? What's really important and what's not. Or maybe we don't. And something happens in our lives that wakes us up to recognize that we need Jesus. That in the end, the grass withers and the flowers fall, but the word of our God stands forever. The word made flesh, Jesus Christ, stands forever. He's there for us no matter what, there to love us, there to care for us. So that day, the 40th day after Jesus' birth, when Joseph and Mary come into the temple to do for Jesus according to the custom of the law, well, Simeon received the present. He received his present, the one he wanted. The one in the end is that we all should want because it's the greatest gift ever that ever will be. He received his present. He received the human being as we human beings were meant to be. The gift that would keep on giving, that would 
grow up and give his life for the life of the world through his suffering and death, how he would rise from the dead after bearing our sin and death. Through his death, he would rise and now live to serve us the antidote to that sin and death, forgiveness, life, and peace. He would ascend into heaven, not to leave us, but to fill all things in heaven and on earth. And he would send his spirit at Pentecost, who's been at work ever since in this way, to bring the gift of Jesus into our hearts and into our lives. It's kind of interesting. Simeon didn't go see Jesus. Jesus came to him in church. Unlike the shepherds or wise men, Simeon, like us, didn't get to see angels or a special star. What he had was the Word of God. And that's all we need. It's all we need. By the Spirit at work through God's Word, Simeon was enlightened to see God with him in Jesus. God promised Simeon that this would happen, and it did. We have this same Word of God, a Word that reveals that He's present in the water and Word of holy baptism, there to take up residence with us. He's present where we gather in his name to hear his word there to be for us as our Savior. He's present in the bread and wine as his word gives and bestows what it says, this is my body, this is my blood. For what? For the forgiveness of our sins. Wow. Now you might say, oh, if I were Simeon and could just hold Jesus, well, then I would believe. Really? How did Simeon know that a baby in diapers was God in the flesh? The same way you know. Through his word that makes believers of us, receivers of the greatest gift that ever will be, Jesus, and him crucified and risen from the dead. Now, Simeon had his promise made to him, right? And we have our promises made to us too, don't we? Like God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. So when Jesus comes to us, like he came to Simeon that day, and we hold him, not in our arms, but in our mouths, as we eat and drink of his body and blood, we, like him, do some proclaiming too. We proclaim what this means. It means life peace, and joy to the world. We confess with Simeon, 
My eyes have seen my salvation, your salvation, God, for me. I see it now. He saw his salvation through his ears. And that's how we see it too. We are enlightened to see what we don't see. Kind of like when, you know, a microscope looks at things that you can't see with the, the naked eye. The Word of God makes clear that God is with us in the flesh, in Jesus Christ. So we sing Simeon's very words and make them our own. And note how we will sing the Nunc Dimittis, is what it's called, right after the Lord's Supper. Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace according to your word. For nothing and no one can separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. He has bodied and blooded himself together with us and promises never to leave. Today, it's New Year's Eve. And quite frankly, it's the perfect day to talk about Simeon. For this day was a turning point for Simeon. His waiting was over. The promise was fulfilled. And now he looked into the future with hope and confidence. He was ready to die, and for whatever might come his way, he held his Savior in his arms. What could possibly overshadow that? While we don't know what the new year will bring for us, this day is a turning point for us too, the close of one year and the start of a new one. This day is when many look back to the year gone by and look forward to the year ahead. The joys and regrets of the past and the hopes and the dreams may be the fears of the future. Like Simeon, we can face the future, whatever it holds, with confidence. For our Savior has come for us with forgiveness for the past and hope for the future. Like Simeon, none of us knows how much longer we have to live. But from that day on, this Simeon knew that he could depart in peace. And that we know too. We can depart this year in peace, and we can depart this life in peace because our sins, our failures, our mistakes, our screw-ups, and our rebellion is forgiven. All of it is forgiven. This is his present for you. Happy New Year. Amen. Now may the peace of God that surpasses all understanding guard our hearts and our lives in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.